So if I could change every physical feature about myself that I didn't like, would I? And if I did, would that make me happy? And would that make me complete? You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you happen to be listening and whatever time it is, we thank you for listening to another fit episode of the Be Fit and Me podcast. I'm your co-host, Lena. And I'm Amber. And first of all, we just want to, again, thank you for listening. We both had a crazy week. I went back home to visit family. Amber was in Brooklyn working on one of her shows. So we are now back, officially back to recording our podcast. And so while I was at home, I was out doing a bunch of errands and I decided to get a nice haircut, chopped off about eight inches. The hairstylist that I had, he was commenting on my hair, how curly it was. And he's like, I just, you know, I have straight hair. I always wish since a young boy that I had curly hair. And I said to him, you know, it's funny because growing up, I always wish I had the opposite straight hair. I wanted a day where I could just wake up in the morning and go, I don't have to worry about getting my hair wet, putting different products in if I'm going to have a good day, a bad day. So why this all makes sense? Why, (laughs) why I'm telling you all this about me getting my hair chopped off and getting a new style. It relates to trying to change and fix things that are ultimately out of our hands, you know, out of our control. Like we were given a certain body type, our image we were born with for a reason. Thinking back, for instance, growing up as a teen, standing out, being awkward, awkwardly tall and not knowing how to fit in. For me, I You know, I just had to wear men's clothes and men's shoes and just go about life trying to blend in as best as I could. And it wasn't (laughs) as a beautiful girl in men's clothes. Yes, I I did my best to blend in and be a part of the, the girl group. It was challenging for me. I overcame that. I discovered me, the Lena that I am today and proud to be. I was always Lena, but now I walk around and brace it and I'm wearing four inches and I'm 6'2". I'm clearly demanding some kind of attention right and 16 before the heels <laughs> yeah so so i've i've learned how to appreciate it it took me a long time to develop that and i'm not saying it just happens overnight it doesn't so whatever blessing whatever gift whatever trait you were given just every day take a moment be thankful for that and learn how you can use that to your advantage like I did. I took my height. Um, it became a part of your personality yeah, in a positive my, way. Everything. I took my insecurities and what I didn't like about myself and developed it into, I guess, a brand of myself. Does that make It's a brand of me, sure. Lena. I mean, did you feel that? Maybe not so much as a child, but maybe, for instance, a few years ago, you lost so much weight. You were on this new regimen. You changed your lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... So- so much like losing so much weight because I think I'm I have I did 
end up losing like a couple of sizes, but it wasn't like a huge shift. You toned. But, but, you more but toned. what did change is because a few years ago when I decided to make more of a commitment to working out and doing strength conditioning, which I had never done mm-hmm. really in my life. And that's where I really saw the changes in my body. My body did change. And so I became more toned and sculpted in a lot of places. And for years, I've always said, genetically, I have nice legs. <laughs> I'm very fortunate. She and, has um, phenomenal legs. <laughs> But like my arms, I would look at other women's arms that have shape and I would be like, oh my God, I could never, my arms could never look like that. And I would even do like some, you know, bicep curls and things like that over the years. That was the one, I think the biggest change that I noticed in my body when I started Mm -hmm. to to work out differently and um, started doing strength conditioning was I saw definition in my arms. So the other side of it, if there's something that you want to achieve. And again, my arms aren't going to look exactly like some other woman's arms that have a different body type, but they work for me and they work on my body type. And I was actually able to achieve that. So if there's something that you don't like physically about yourself, you can do natural things to change it and sculpt it. And so that's what I would say is sort of the biggest note that I noticed once I started. Um, I also have very curly hair and even curlier than yours. (laughs) And so, or frizzier than yours, I should say. When I was younger too, I also wanted straight hair. And my poor mom, (laughs) being a white lady, didn't quite understand what to do with my hair. So I showed up looking pretty crazy at some of my school pictures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, good luck getting a comb through it. So yeah, so I also sort of went through that hair moment and then, you know, where I am at this point in my life actually I love my curls now and I'm glad that I've grown to a place where I appreciate it but yes I mean we all have physical features that we think about that we wish we could change and you know whereas when I was younger it was the magazines and you still have that because there's some models Mm -hmm. and you know models and magazines but it's really this you know social media is where you get all of these images and a lot of people particularly women have made a lot of money off of their bodies mm-hmm. and what they're posting on Instagram, you know, and their Snapchats, etc. And they have all these filters on social media to like make you have the perfect, you know, perfect face mm-hmm. and look like you're perfectly made up. And mm-hmm. and so you sort of lose perspective mm-hmm. about what one, I think what true beauty is, what it means to be natural. And there are these unrealistic expectations as to what a woman should look like from the makeup on her face to the size of her butt, Mm -hmm. to the fullness of her lips, to the length of her hair. And it's just really exaggerated through social media, I think. And it's so prolific, you know, that it's all these images that we're bombarded with on a daily basis. And it damages, what's the word I'm looking for? It damages the belief we have in ourselves because we start looking, it starts off with, in my case, when I was younger, you know, having the curly hair and then it, you know, snowballs into all these other insecurities that I have. And back then, like you said, we had magazines. We, We didn't have this platform of social media. And you have to keep in mind that, like you said, it's not just filters. 
It's having a doctor on demand or going out of state to have something done or talking about plastic surgery. Yeah, plastic surgery, contouring, using different methods of makeup. And all of these things make a person appear to be perfect on social media. And so we were discussing before we started recording how we were going to break this episode up. And you brought up someone that you follow that was talking about this specific subject. It was an article that I came across. um, I think it's business insider, uh, Lindsay Dodgson. Mm-hmm. She had done an interview with Sia Cooper, who has a huge following on social media. And I believe she's a personal trainer. And so she's made a business, a social media business, in addition to her training off of her body and, you know, how she's posing and how her body looks and she looks amazing. You know, she was t- describing in this article how she, you know, had this epiphany where she had posted this picture of herself and like what her body might look like if a plastic surgeon were to mark her up and say these are all the things that you need to change even as beautiful as she is and as great as her body is even she Mm -hmm. a doctor would tell you know could tell her that there are things and enhancements she could do and changes she could make and you know she was talking about had she known then what she knew now she wouldn't have gotten her breast enhancements or what have you and so she's just become very aware that when you know she's posting and when other people are posting that they are smoothing out their cellulite and putting on the filters and wearing makeup and doing all these things to create this image actually editing so it's not even like it's just I'm putting makeup on my face and it comes out nice in a picture it's actual editing to the photos which we've heard about they do in magazines with models all the time but how they're also doing it now with these seemingly real people who are on social media and who you think it's their real bodies and it's like they're also altering those images so now it's like it's not it's off the magazine pages and now it's like real people you're looking at now we're finding out that even that's not real (laughs) I'm guilty I mean I use a filter I like the way I look in a certain picture and I'm going to use it not to the extent that these people are doing like I don't know how to use um what's that well if you don't know how to use it I definitely what's what's the word (laughs) where you like take people are completely altering the way they look changing their the pigment of their skin that kind of stuff and smoothing each other out photoshop yeah yeah photoshop but going back to what you were stating about the doctor that's number one for them to get a paycheck and number two they want everyone to look the same they want the same everyone to have the same nose the same doctors so they they have this idea of i'm going off track but if you see some of these people who all doctors well it's, <laughs> there there may be some but in the way that they're saying you need to fix this and fix that they clearly have something in their head that's saying well your cheeks aren't full enough your lips aren't right, big enough. right. so in their head so there is an image there's some sort of standard yes that's what i'm i guess trying to hint at they're trying to now change your mind to get other things done and how are we going to change the way we look at others and then look at ourselves it's going to take a while but I guess it starts with this podcast and other podcasts out there and other articles that you're reading to help those listening and those readers really start to learn about themselves and just think about things take time before you jump into making a huge decision like that is important and I think that's the distinction when I think about enhancements and plastic surgery and all these things is for one I feel like you can't really make a fair judgment about any changes you physically want to make to yourself until you truly know yourself because if you're coming from a place of insecurity or coming from a place where you're not really sure who you are your judgment about what you need to change and what you need to do is going to be off but I do and and again I'm not saying like you shouldn't wear makeup and you shouldn't because I do that yeah I I go out for a night and I'll Mm -hmm. put on some makeup I 
actually personally, I don't wear a lot of makeup. You I don't need don't to really <laughs> like it. But you know, if I'm going to an event or something or having photos taken, like yes, I'm gonna make myself up to be the best version of myself that I can be. And so I think there's a difference between enhancements you may make to yourself. Okay, if I could, you know, maybe these like circles under my, under my eye, if there's something I can do or what have you, versus altering your body because you think it's what someone else wants or someone else wants to see. Women, we do tend to be more susceptible. I think it's becoming a greater issue for men because of social media and the world we're living in. But for women in particular, because, you know, we have sort of grown up in a society where we are more objectified and all these things. And there's this like image of beauty. So we want to do what we can. We want to add the extensions to have the long straight hair and, you know, and do all these different things to change who we are and fit some sort of image. I think a lot of women may face it in their relationships. I know that I have. I was dating a guy once who, you know, when he had seen me a few times, my hair was straight, flat iron or what have you. And so the first time he saw my hair curly, he made some sort of comment. And I can't remember his exact words, but it was definitely something about my hair being unruly or something that definitely gave a negative connotation. And sadly, this was also from a black mm-hmm. man who was very familiar with black woman's hair. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be surprised that my hair curls up you know and I really took note of that so after that whenever I would date a guy I would make sure that maybe at least if we dated for a second or third date that at some point I would wear my hair curly Mm -hmm. to see what his reaction is fortunately you know I didn't have they were all great reactions and my fiance loves my curly hair and tells me you know that he loves it when I'm wearing it but you know that was like a test Mm -hmm. to see if he is really into me or is he just into this image of he thinks that I am. And then another example, I, you know, because I'm taller, I'm not lean at all, but when I put on a pair of heels, Mm -hmm. I can get, you know, close to six feet and... I was in a relationship where I wouldn't wear heels and I would wear flats all the time because I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. I remember, you know, that obviously wasn't the only issue in the relationship. But I remember coming to the end of that relationship and saying to myself that like, I am never going to not be who I am or change myself to make someone else yeah, feel more comfortable. If he's not comfortable with who I am as I am, then he's not the man for me. And so I just think as women, we really need to embrace who we are and love ourselves and allow that other person to love us because if he's trying to change something about us physically he's not really loving you and no and I and I had the same experience I dated someone for a while and um, it started off as small things like the height thing I could tell he was I had never experienced this before of being you know I love to wear heels and all the previous men I've dated they loved it if anything I was a little more insecure than them and we're talking like an inch or half an inch not even when I'm wearing heels. When I'm barefoot, I'm still shorter than them. But for him, I was slightly taller. So if I put on my heels or even a higher tennis shoe, he felt insecure. So he was always wearing his highest sneakers to just be a little (laughs) bit taller. So I found myself doing what you did and not wear high heels around him. And then it went to a level where he would make small comments like, maybe you should pose like this in pictures. I mean, he's in the entertainment world in reality TV. So he was seeing a particular kind of woman that wasn't me. I'm not short. I don't have a curvy figure. So he was hinting at me going and, you know, maybe possibly in the future getting like butt procedures what? done and breast enhancement.
enhancements and maybe getting a tech here and a nip there. Not just outright telling me, but I knew it was leading there and it would lead there if we went long term with it. Reflecting now and I'm like, wow, that's just disgusting. It's disturbing that people go to that level to achieve quote unquote happiness in their partner and significant other. They think that's going to make them happy in the long run. Like they have this trophy wife, trophy girlfriend, and they're going to make everyone around them go, oh, look at look at your girl. Look at your woman. You know, that's I mean, the bottom line is you have to be enough because if you're not enough, it's never going to be enough. No matter how much you change, no matter Mm -hmm. how much you do, there's always going to be something else. We're all at fault for doing this. There's no one immune to looking at someone wanting something like the case with me wanting straight hair when I was younger. And I bring this up again or me wanting to be shorter because I felt different being taller. And you probably experienced that, too. Sorry, that's not going to change. I didn't like my hips were too wide or, (laughs) you know, just my stomach wasn't quite flat enough. There's a reason why we were blessed with what we were given, our eye color, our hair texture, our hair color, our skin color, because we are to embrace that and show the world, hey, I'm different. This is the reason that makes me beautiful. So I'm going to shine and look at me world. But going back to the article that you read, I've had clients come up to me and they'll say, Lena, look at this girl's post. I want my butt to look like that. Can I have that after such and such time of training with you? I had to remind her, you know what, we're going to achieve a goal that you've set for yourself and we're going to make you look the best that you can look for yourself. Our goal is not to look like someone else. Our goal is to look like ourselves, but a better version of ourselves. But this person is a, has a completely different body type than you. You know, you may be short. You don't know how tall she is. You don't know if she's gone to the doctor. Right. You don't know if she's using a filter. Or there's something in the shorts, <laughs> some padding and enhancements. The yeah. There's so many things that she could have done. And that's what we we really try to highlight on this show is creating the best that we can be as an individual. But to go back to what you were talking about, you can do it naturally. There's a misconception that many of us think that if we do squats, I don't know why this is put out there. If you do squats and deadlifts, your butt's going to just Blow improve. Up. So I don't, these videos it's that are out like on- a helium <laughs> balloon. Yeah, so- these videos that go out on Instagram, and I know they're very popular. People look at it all the time, and that's another- thing that I have clients bring to my attention. And I'm sorry, that (laughs) is not, you're not going to get this big voluptuous butt because again, you don't know the height of that person or what they were naturally, you know, blessed with to begin with because Lena here is not going to get a big Neither is Amber. Like (laughs) there will be no like wine glasses balanced on my ass. (laughs) Neither do I want that. And so that's just something to keep in mind too is that by doing things naturally, you're not always going to get the result that you want but you are going to develop, you know, a nice, firm, firm but that's going to be proportionate and perfect for your body. Exactly. And being aware and in tune of your body type to begin with, you're not always, even if you have plastic surgery, even if you do the makeup exactly how this tutorial is on YouTube, you're not, not going to get the same. S- it's not your body. <laughs> you don't have the same facial structure. You don't have the, you know, the same hair, the texture. So things that you see, it's not magic just because you're using the same tools or the same makeup that someone you see on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook is using. So just a reminder. I don't know if anyone needs a reminder but I'm sure that some do inspiration and we talked Mm -hmm. about this with workouts and things because like you're just talking about with squats like if you do a million squats you're not all of a sudden going to have you know this 
huge behind, but you can use it as inspiration to say, well, okay, I see them doing this kind of workout. Let me try it. Maybe there's something, you know, that could work there for me and you can enhance it and make it a better version, but there's not going to be this huge change. So it's okay, I think, to get ideas from other Mm -hmm. people with what you see, but you can't rely on the fact that exactly how what you're seeing is how it's going to happen for you or how or they, even if that's how it really happened for that. Yeah. How they told you it happened, <laughs> yeah. how they hashtag or put this whole paragraph, a description of what they did to get there. Mm, chances are, I'm sorry. I'm a skeptic to a lot of these things that I see on Instagram. It's 10%. That's accurate what they're stating, but 90% of the time it's all BS. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but it is. But yeah. So that's the overall reason why we wanted to have this conversation and share with you our viewpoints on it is because we all fall under the spell of wanting the quote unquote perfect body, the perfect image. But in reality, it's not There's really going to make no one is perfect. Not a single one of us. So I guess it's only natural that I ask if you've thought about the possibility of getting work done in the future or anytime soon. Is that something that you've considered? Not anytime soon. And it is so a couple things. So I've had conversations with friends about Botox. Yes. Um, I am hesitant to do touch my face. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm worried that like if I touch my face and it doesn't go well, you're going to be mean, unbotched. Th- exactly. And then you can't, yeah. And then you can't go back. And so I've had another thing that I, yeah, no, thank you. But I've had like these smile lines, these laugh lines that I felt like I've had since I was in my twenties and I felt like I've aged my face. So if there was one thing that I could do to maybe reduce those lines, I would do something like that. And then I've thought about it like in terms of a mommy makeover, mm-hmm. you know, I hear kids like wreck your body. <laughs> and so if it came to the point that, you know, after having kids and I wanted to feel more comfortable with myself and I was working out and doing everything that I physically could do for myself to for my body to bounce back. Also, because, you know, I'm going to be having kids a little bit later in life. Um, I think I might do the mommy makeover, like a little suck, a little lift you know, type of thing. And then because I, I also have I'm well endowed. And so <laughs> Lord knows what these are going to look like after <laughs> after I do. So if but so just wait a couple of things that I would do. But in terms of like anything else, I've learned to embrace it. I've learned to love it. And maybe I won't, you know, maybe I, I, I'll decide not to do it. But um, you may bounce back better than you think you are going to. And there's always their rejuvenation where they give you a shot after you have a baby to tighten everything up down there. Oh, yeah. The good old area (laughs) and the hoo-ha. As for me, I've actually really considered this not because of that, you know, individual I was dating. Um, Hopefully he's listening and he changes his um, thought process and when he dates women and how he speaks to them and how he wants to change them. But anyways, it's not because of that, because I've just, you know, over time, we all just think about things like this. And I think it's only natural that we do. Then there's really only one pro as to why I would have cosmetic surgery or an enhancement or a shot here and a shot there. And that's obviously to, I guess, hopefully look better. Having fuller lips, getting rid of the wrinkles, all of these little things are obviously going to make you look better if you have the right doctor and do it the right way. But the cons certainly outweigh the pros in this situation for me because I am low maintenance. And the idea of me going to even the doctor or the dentist is something I just 
do not look forward to. So me going and getting a Botox injection or a lip injection every, what do you have to go like every six weeks? The more you do it, the more you do Botox and fillers, your body, I heard, I've heard this. I need to Google it because I like to Google a lot and I should have Googled before we (laughs) did this episode. (laughs) Is that your skin starts to expand and you you need to get more shots more often. I'm saying you don't need lip injections. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm saying if that were the case and I did that, it's maintenance and you have to continue continue it going. And for me, I just, I don't want to spend my time doing that and worrying about that on top of everything else I have to do. Yeah. So it's, it's just a scary world for me. It's a scary idea. It's also the understanding that I might die if I go under, I'm talking just Botox and fillers here, but I think I'm going to die if I go and have one of these (laughs) surgeries or get injected with poison. So I'm glad I have that um, fear and I talk myself out of it by being a little too, I overthink everything and overanalyze every situation. I'm glad I do that because that's why I'm not going to, I think, ever get surgery. I fear the results more than anything. But bottom line, it would ultimately enhance whatever I have. But I don't need to. I really honestly don't feel I need to. And I don't think you need to either. And the sad thing is too, like once you start messing with your face, aspects of your body, like you stop looking like yourself and you stop looking natural. And and so... I and you're not also age- where I would draw the line is that one, I would try to do everything I could naturally to be my best self first before I thought about adding anything to it. And then two, like, I don't want to look like someone else. I want to look like the best mm-hmm. version of me. And I think some people then start to look like someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when it goes too far because now it's not an enhancement anymore. It's an alteration. Yeah. And now it's not you. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's kind of where people can sort of go astray is when they're wanting to look like someone else, something else that they're not, as opposed to just doing something to be the best version of themselves. You are beautiful. And especially think about working on the inside like that's the most important like the outside is secondary really because if you get the inside together one it'll help you make better judgments about whatever you do on the outside and then two like people are going to love you and want to be around you anyway regardless of whether you like the gap in your teeth or not or your thighs are a little bit bigger than you would want them to be trust me like no one notices as much as you do (laughs) and that's the hardest thing to maintain and to hold on to what you are really truly made of the beauty that's within you so if you can work on that and develop the skills to enhance those beautiful traits whatever imperfections or flaws you think you are showing on the outside are going to outshine and you are thinking worse than what others are viewing you you are thinking negatively about that nose when in reality it doesn't really that bump on your nose or your double chin it's how you carry it so like you were talking about your height Lena so imagine how you appear walking down the street with your confidence versus how you would have appeared before when you were feeling insecure oh and so you physically look different because of what you're carrying from the inside so you know instead of changing it like figure out how to carry it and carry it proudly and that's why we chose to have um, talk about body image specifically when it comes to social media on this Fit Friday. And we're only going to reference really women. I don't look at men and go, oh, I aspire to have that Right. Those abs and that <laughs> pectoral muscles right. look like that, you know, because it's not always just about working out and having a clean diet. It's about mental strength and having a good mental state of mind when it comes to looking at yourself in the mirror. Have you ever just sat and just stared at yourself 
at your reflection in the mirror and you're fully nude. Like no one wants to be vulnerable like that, but I think it's healthy to do that. Really take the time and study themselves and look at what the good qualities they were given and be thankful for that. Personally, I wake up, I remind myself that, you know, I was given everything I was given for a reason and I have to use those qualities, those characteristics, those gifts to make others feel confident and powerful and believe in themselves with what I was given. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes any sense No, and I think that was going back to the point about (laughs) just like carrying it and being proud of it. It's how you carry it. Like that's what's going to make the Mm -hmm. difference. That's what's going to make people love it or not. And if they don't love it, there's something wrong with them. That's their problem, yeah. (laughs) Embrace everyone and love them for their imperfections. So I guess that leads us into our fit tips for the week, our Friday fit tip. Hashtag Friday fit tip. So my fit tip for the week is if you are going on a course to lose weight or get in better shape is to try to avoid weighing yourself because I think sometimes we get sidetracked with the numbers and lose sight of the fact that one, we're doing this to be healthier. Also, I think sometimes people forget that Muscle weighs more than fat. So it's actually, especially when you're first starting the process and getting into working out and you're starting to build the muscle, you may actually be a little bit heavier before you start losing the weight. And I think sometimes it can, you know, when you look at those numbers, it can depress you if you feel like you're working Mm -hmm. out so hard, but the numbers aren't reflecting it. So I would encourage you to to consider not focusing on the weight, focus on how you feel, focus on the workouts you're doing, and then focus on the changes like in your clothes. So like you will, even though your weight might might not be changing as much, you will start to see, notice a difference in like how your pants fit. So I would say like, Look at those things and don't focus so hard on the number and the weight itself. Yes, throw that scale away. I don't like the scale. I think everyone should get rid of it. It's not, it doesn't do any good. It's misleading. Yeah, it deters you from the ultimate goal. Like you said, it discourages you, it makes you depressed and actually makes you sometimes want to quit. So my, yeah, I'm with you on that. Throw the scale away. It may encourage you to lose weight in unhealthy ways because you want to see the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see the result. And you're right. Muscle is denser than fat. So you're always going to put on more weight before you lose it. Right. That's a misconception too. So my fit tip is this whole episode is about reflection. Well, for me, it is reflection and understanding yourself. So looking inward into who you are as a person. You know, for instance, like I will look at Amber and I'll go, damn, she has some great legs. I wish I had legs like her and I would be the perfect person, right? Or if I had, you know, this woman's eyes and I wanted to change all these little things and I got to think back, sit back and really think like, really, seriously, there's someone out there looking at me and going, you know what? Damn, Lena has this and this and this. I want that. Like I said, it took me a while to really embrace my height and use it to my advantage. Until I put that in perspective, it didn't dawn on me. That's why it's my fit tip to you is just sit back, reflect on who you are, what you're giving out to the world, what you can offer, and just be thankful and embrace the gifts, the blessings that you were given physically. And ultimately, that's going to make the inner beauty shine even more. It's going to expose the most important traits about yourself. So that's why it's my fit tip. Um, I think it's one of the best fit tips I could share with you because it's personal to me and it's how it's developed me and the person that I am today. So my confidence, like Amber said, it's instilled in me by going through some hard times. So hopefully you gained a different perspective on how you view others 
particularly women, when you see them, not only on social media, but just out and about, maybe a coworker you work with that you've always, you know, looked at and wanted to look like physically, but maybe look at someone and go, hey, they're a really nice person. I want to be more like that. And maybe look at things differently in that way and want to be more like someone in a... Equality, their inner qualities. their, Their characters, yeah, their characteristics that make them a good human being which is something that you can actually change <laughs> yeah so caring person or they they listen they think before they speak just those little things make a huge difference so just start start with something small or i don't know maybe cheesy but like i said many times before i like cheesiness and it, it makes the world I like cheese lena likes cheesiness <laughs> <laughs> i'm a cornball okay so again we are appreciative of anything you share with us any topics you want to hear we're open to anything that you would like us to chat about and don't forget you can reach us on email at befitme at gmail.com and please follow us on instagram at befitme and then we also have a website befitme.com which we are in the process of developing but um but yes you'll be able to find more information there as we move forward and for now just bookmark so yeah so reach out to us and um we are looking forward to the next chat enjoy your evening enjoy your morning enjoy your afternoon whatever time you happen to be listening hear you next time toodles christmas Until next time, remember, stay sweet, stay sexy, stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all. Bye.